last month I believe that I made like 30k from from this Twitter account from this new fresh Twitter account yeah 30k and 3k followers that's like ten dollars per follower essentially that's a lot of money hello everyone and welcome to the likes and cash podcast today I got my good friend Tim Danilov TikTok master that's gonna show you how to track e-compliance from Twitter how to have TikToks that actually go viral and what's the future of it? Yeah, basically what uh, what we do is I have an agency, a TikTok agency. We only do TikTok for e-com brands, you know, and we only manage an account. So we uh, never distract to influencers or whatever. And we are the greatest agency in terms of like managing TikTok accounts. Uh, and basically what we do is we help brands to scale an account and monetize it. Tell people a little bit about what happened with your account and kind of the struggle you had to get to, to build this new one. I was working on my account. I had been working on my account for six months and got to the level of 10K followers and then got suspended for whatever reason. I still don't know. Um, and at that point I decided that, you know, it, it was tough because, you know, you, you spent six months working on something and you just started to monetize and just started to feel in this, you know, vibe of making money with your personal brand, which is way easier than uh, making like cold sales, cold calls and etc. And then got suspended. And uh, for two weeks, I, I was just, you know, walking at parks and uh, thinking what I should do next. Uh, but I decided to, to jump on Twitter again and uh, do this with tweets and clients. Um, and yeah, right now I'm on level of 3.5K followers or almost four, I believe, um, something like that. Yeah, uh, I'm, not, I'm not growing as fast in terms of following, but uh, in terms of sales, I'm growing like five times faster right now. There's a bunch of, everybody now is an email marketer or a TikTok manager, right? Like everybody today. But uh, they have all these questions as in like, I don't know how to attract seven and eight figure brands. Like I, I can't find them on Twitter or it's all agency bros that follow me. And, and you kill it. Like you get so much inbound and a lot of e-com stores talk to you. Do you how do you do this? Um, so basically what I can tell you about my first of all i don't know so actually if you ask me for an advice uh, i i really don't know but i can tell you what i actually do like every day and maybe that's the secret so basically um, yeah that's good yeah, every morning I'm sitting with four hour or maybe hour and a half and I'm trying to come up with the ideas of my content uh, that is going to be deeper than everybody else. So I'm trying to, you know, um, to tell people about TikTok in, in the ways that nobody talked before about it. And uh, this is what I feel people actually likes about my, about my content. So I can, you know, I can write a whole thread about using TikTok comments, which is, you know, the smallest topic ever possible, but I can tell you like in details how we use it, how we, um, I, I can show you the examples and everything else. So I believe that right now the secret is just my content is so valuable that people just can't like scroll it and then they can't ignore it. They are just, you know, DMing me, asking questions and etc. Um, talking about e-com brands, I believe that the only reason they uh, they are coming to me or they are really appreciate when I reach out to them is because all my content, 90% of it is, you know, 
targeted for e-com brands. So basically, uh, once they click on my profile page, they see a lot of tweets that are targeted for them. So that's maybe the, the, the reason why they appreciate talking to me. Dude, that's huge. A lot of agency bros, like they, I, I was just gonna say that a lot of agency bros, the reason why they might not be attracting the right people, it's because they're writing threads and topics about how to land your first client. And like e-com stores are not interested in that, you know, yeah. they want to talk about how to land your first million, million dollar TikTok or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, you know, knowing this, uh, this target audience, knowing the pains and frustration of it um, is like really important, of course. So you mentioned something I really liked. It was, I try to make my content deeper than everybody else's. How do you, yeah. how, can you explain what that means? Yeah, for sure. Um, so basically, if you will search for like any TikTok creators on Twitter, um, who's talking about TikTok, you will find a lot of threads on how to go viral or how to like, I don't know what else, like let's say how to go viral. But if you go to my threads, uh, you will see how to go viral using like, hundred tips and each tip I am trying to, you know, to, to show exactly how it works in, with frameworks, with case studies, with everything. Um, so basically going viral is, you know, you need to write a script, you need to write a hook, you need to um, use the right call to action. And each of these points I'm trying to uh, divide with different threads, different tips and etc. So basically the same topic, but going way deeper. So this is, this is what I do. Like it. How do you come up with that system? Um, it was easy because we, uh, as agency, we had these frameworks that we used to grow our clients. So basically, I taught my my team how to go viral uh, with our clients, and then I just needed to, um, you know, to change the <laughs> uh, change the titles and use the same content, but for uh, for general uh, general public. Um, so for me, it was kind of easy because we had these frameworks for our brands. Um, if you are trying to grow from zero and you're a newbie in the topic, I, um, what I would do is I would follow like 10, 20 people in the niche. Um, and I will, I would try to, to go deeper with their topics. Of course, for, for example, you see that someone posted about, I'm going to say again, um, something like how to make sales on TikTok. Uh, then you are going deeper and you are posting something like how to make sales with like comment section on TikTok. So, uh, you know, just one level deeper than like somebody posted and, uh, this way you also can grow. Uh, by the way, this is the huge, um, maybe the biggest reason why I grew so fast my account. I just, nobody knows that, but <laughs> you're going to be the first one. I took all of the threads by Justin Welsh and I changed just, you know, Twitter to, uh, or LinkedIn to TikTok. So Justin Welsh posting something like 1000 followers on LinkedIn. I'm posting 1000 followers on Twitter. And, uh, you know, because he's so good with hooks, I just took the same hooks, but, uh, changed the body of, uh, of the thread to like something about TikTok. And, um, maybe that's the reason why for my followers, you know, kind of enjoying the threads that I'm posting. So you are using you're writing the best content, but using the baitiest techniques to make people read it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I know that a lot, uh, some people could, uh, 
will say that it's stealing or whatever it is, but I don't care really because people uh, people who, you know, using my tips, they're enjoying it because they're working. And this is the only, uh, the only goal that I'm chasing uh, with my Twitter account. Just, you know, for 10% of my audience who's gonna actually implement my tips and uh, who's actually gonna go viral, that's for them. Uh, for, for the rest of them, of course, they can hate me, they can do whatever they like, but it doesn't really matter, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's everything's stolen. Like, everybody took the foundational books, like the main, main ones, and they're just saying the same things different ways. What, yeah. What's different and what I, I... It's really cool that you learned it at 3,000 followers because I learned it at, like, <laughs> way later. <laughs> I learned that... Like, I shouldn't just copy. I should just, like, maybe use the hook, but make the content completely different. Like, not even copy the content, just just the hook. I like to I copy what's working, and then I just say everything below. Like, even if you look at maybe Alex Hormozzi, you can see that his thumbnails, that's why I didn't want to watch his videos in the beginning. Because mm -hmm. his thumbnails look very baity, like for me. And mm -hmm. then when I actually watched the video, I was like, dude, this is completely different. Like, this is not like every other guru, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I really, may, maybe that's the way you craft your content. Use the baitiest techniques to make people look at it, but write the best content ever, you know? Yeah, uh, something like that, of course, of course. Um, sometimes I also uh, copy the structure because, again, um, Justin may be the best um, Twitter creator for me uh, in terms of like structuring the content and then reusing the same content on uh, email newsletter on LinkedIn and etc. So I'm just trying to learn from uh, from him in terms of like um, structuring and uh, again using baity hooks and all of this. But of course the body of the content, the main like TikTok topic is like full mind. I'm just you know um, using my experience in terms of like writing it and using the Justin Welsh frameworks. So something like that, yeah. Nice. I, I gotta ask, man, like you're, you're so good at TikTok, right? Like it, it, it's incredible and I've seen it. Is there a yeah. reason why you chose to go on Twitter and on LinkedIn instead of just going all in on TikTok? Yeah, so um, basically, all the reasons are based on the data and uh, what I did like eight months ago or something like that, uh, I, uh, I sit with my VA and we started posting content on all of the pro platforms possible. And then Twitter and LinkedIn were two platforms where we got best results and we just started, you know, doubling down on it. Because we posted on Instagram, on Facebook, on um, TikTok, but uh, got this huge amount of leads only from Twitter and LinkedIn. And I'm going to say that right now, Twitter and LinkedIn is like 90% of leads coming from Twitter and only 10% of them coming from t uh, LinkedIn. I don't know why, actually, this is something I can... Uh, I can't, uh, still can't come up with why LinkedIn is working so badly for me. But yeah, that's why we just started doubling down on uh, on Twitter. Yeah, to me, that's crazy. Like to me, the fact that there's more econ people on, or like that they're paying you on Twitter than on LinkedIn than on TikTok, to me, it's like, 
it's just weird. Like it doesn't make sense. Like if I was an e-com store owner and you tell me, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I'll be on TikTok all day, like watching hooks, analyzing how do you do that, you know? Um, yeah. So basically I, I believe that the reason is, uh, that e-com owners are not actually trying to make their, uh, their TikTok themselves. So, uh, they're maybe searching for someone on Twitter who can do the TikTok for them. They're not looking for hooks. They're not looking for, um, like creators themselves. They have, um, like media, mar uh, social media marketers or uh, marketing directors to do that for them. Uh, they're just looking for cool people who skilled in the niche. Sometimes I, uh, I, I jumped, uh, jump on a call with the, um, uh, with the ECO and he just, you know, in two words, he described that we want TikTok, but here's my marketing director. Talk to him. That's it. So basically that's, uh, like 10% of my calls, but anyway, uh, I believe that they are not looking for TikTok themselves. They are looking for people who can do TikTok for them. So uh, this is the mm. situation how have, like big clients, like eight figure, nine figure clients, uh, like on Twitter also. Yeah. Or LinkedIn, like the same. So let me, let me try to phrase this right. So what are, obviously if the creative director, like if, you're going to talk to them. They're probably not doing that good of a job, you know, because if not, then they would need you. But what are some mistakes you see these people make on TikTok and how do you fix them? Um, so, yeah, the cases where brands started doing TikTok before us and then um, comes to us with 200 views on average or 100 views on average, uh, these case studies are the toughest um, just because you know, for TikTok, the more content you produce and uh, that the other is not getting any traction, the harder it became, becomes to, to get, uh, you know, the, the right traction. Um, basically, sometimes it's easier to start over with a fresh TikTok. But anyway, so mistakes are the biggest mistake I ever seen is that when people trying to reuse their Instagram or YouTube experience with TikTok, they are just posting like sometimes um, like content from their Instagram stories or from their YouTube channels and it will never work. For TikTok, you need to create an original pieces of content uh, and you need to start with like the best content possible. It's not about posting something it's about posting the best videos that you have um just because each video will affect your future your your future reach um so maybe the, that's the biggest uh the biggest mistake i would say yeah oh that, that, that that's interesting dude i i never knew that there's a point in which like maybe your tiktok account is beyond redemption that's news to me i no. never heard that yeah um tiktok started okay, this so what instagram or something like that yeah, what are some on. differences yeah, we're, we're a little bit late, but uh, this is still being fired though. But yeah, what are some differences between Instagram reels and TikTok shorts? Because in my mind, I put YouTube shorts, uh, TikTok videos and Instagram reels like in the same category. My <laughs> my videographers, they just posted. I'm sure they do something to it, but in my mind, it's the same thing. But you're saying it's not. So what do you mean? Yeah, um, so basically that's the same, same thing in terms of content and in terms of like how psychology works for people. Um, so if you use the same hook, it will work 
like the same way on different platforms. But in terms of algorithm and algo optimization, the videos should be different. For example, Instagram right now prefers content like from six to 15 seconds, something like that. But on TikTok, it is 14, 45 seconds uh, long. So it depends on where the platform wants to go. And uh, like TikTok right now is kind of trying to compete with YouTube. That's why uh, TikTok prefers like longer form content and etc. Um, I'm not a big fan of YouTube shorts, so I'm not going to talk about that. Um, but also what I see about Instagram Reels is that, again, the more people share the video uh, with each other, uh, the better your, uh, the better reach you will get. Just because on Instagram, it's easier to share the reels with like your friends. You need to click, you know, to, uh, to buttons and that's it. You can post it in stories and etc. So, um, if you're going to post Instagram reels, you should optimize it for people to share it. So you can call to action, uh, call them to, um, to share it with the friends. You can give any like bonuses for sharing, um, in stories and, um, uh, like I, I have a lot of life hacks. I mean, it's not a topic of the call, I believe, uh, but these are the life hacks, you know, these life hacks could be different for different platforms just because you need to optimize for different action uh, your videos. On TikTok, it is the length of the um, the average view duration. This is the main number. Um, you're optimizing videos for that. Uh, on, on Instagram, this is, I believe, shares and maybe also not comments, shares. I mean, main number is shares here. Um, YouTube, YouTube shares, I don't know. So uh, I, I wouldn't say something. Yeah, that's it. Sorry for talking. Dude, this is, talking. No, dude, this is fucking fascinating. I yeah. learned so much just in that. Like, you need to use this. And like, if you're going to run your own TikTok, you need to clip that. That was so good. That was incredible. And yeah. when, I, when you were saying that, I had a few, like, I had a thought. I think I know why e-commerce stores hire you and why you attract so many seven and eight figures because um you ever heard of the alex ramosi eskimo story uh oh, no 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 i believe no yeah so what what he says is really like in in america like in latin america too like we we only have like one word for snow it's just snow but yeah. eskimos have a a um a seven different words for snow because there's different yeah. types of snow they they look differently right so like me i'm i'm like i'm like the american dude and and your competition is like the american dude you're like the eskimo right because we say oh it's just it's just a short a short could be youtube tiktok and instagram for me right it's just snow but you're like no dude there's different types of snow uh, instagram prefers 16 15 seconds tiktok wants to compete so it prefers long form this is the KPI here, this is the KPI there. Like, I feel like, and if I could summarize it, you attract so many high quality stores because of the nuance you apply to everything. You talk about very detailed of stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and that's the great, you know, uh, great way to visualize it. And basically that's what, uh, what I try to, to say about my content. I'm just trying to go deeper in these nuances and I can like, I can write the whole week about comparing YouTube shorts and like, oh, TikTok to Instagram reels. And, uh, this is the content for a whole week while somebody else could say just, you know, uh, you can use the same video. That's not, that's not what I'm trying to do with my content. So basically, yeah, I believe that's the reason. Oh my God. Uh, that's good. I, people feel, 
like they have one content topic, right? And I see the same on, on, on Twitter. It's if they run out of things to say, it's interesting how other people go wide and they try to talk about other content. So they're like, no, dude, we need to go deeper. There's so many levels of this trivial, menial thing that we haven't covered. So yeah. like, and I don't know, I'm just, I'm just kind of spitballing here, but man, the way, the way you look at stuff, it's that you're gonna get, you get so many different results from other econ people on Twitter because while they think horizontally, you think vertically and you try to go deeper on topics instead of other topics, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. And like, I'm trying to think about every function of TikTok is the way to make money for clients. And uh, I'm trying to, you know, um, once we found something working, for example, like pin video, we found this strategy like maybe three months ago, something like that. And then for the rest of the like, last three months, I was talking about this, uh, how to pin the right videos, how to sell with pinned videos and etc. So just one little function and then a lot of content for me uh, as a TikTok uh, Twitter creator uh, and a lot of money for for those who, who listen to me. So, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's, that's detailed. Well, yeah, yeah that, I get it now. We we haven't had this conversation before, but it's it's so much detail, and I like it. I actually really really like it. Uh, you're you're making me think, Mike. My, my you're making me kind of rethink a few of my Twitter approaches. This is interesting. I like it. Um, uh, yeah. By the way, one note here is that I used pretty the same tactics when I just started Twitter account I used pretty the same tactics that we use on TikTok with Twitter account and it worked pretty well so just the same structure uh, the same way we structure TikTok videos I structured uh, first my uh, a few first my threads and it worked pretty well so the hook the body the call to action and etc also on TikTok you can pin videos uh, on Twitter you can pin one thread and uh, I'm using it the same way so basically the thread that explains how how we operate on TikTok why we are the greatest and uh, with the right call to action and etc so basically I believe that all social media uh, are working with the same like same strategy but different tactics something like that Oh, I like it. Do you, do you yeah. have any examples of how you've translated TikTok strategies to Twitter? Uh, yeah, so basically uh, the best one is that on TikTok, our sales funnels for e-com brands are, looks like, you know, we have these viral videos and from viral videos, we ask the audience to go to our pinned videos uh, and in pinned videos, we sell the product. So basically we can show testimonials or we can um, tell the founder story or whatever sells. Uh, and from there, we funnel the audience to the website. Um, so this is kind of, you know, three-step funnel. Uh, and I use the same right now with my Twitter. So I can um, funnel the audience from my viral threads to my pinned thread, which explains uh, what the service is about and etc. And uh, from the from there, I follow. Uh, follow yeah, I'm sending the, um, them to our to my DMs, and then like quick chat, call, etc. Um, yeah, so that's it. Also, all of the things that we use uh, that I use as hooks. You know, we tested some of these hooks on TikTok, and uh, I I took best of them used on Twitter, and it worked pretty well. Uh, it text, but anyway. And the last one, I used a few of my TikToks on Twitter and videos are growing there like 
not as well as on TikTok, but anyway, um, still building trust because I have a face, I have a, um, you know, I'm showing how the subtitles, how the dynamic works, etc. Yeah. Yeah. You ever, you see on Twitter now, when you, um, at least on mobile, but if you click on a video and you scroll down, it doesn't log out of the video, it shows you another one. It's, oh. it's like a feed. You ever, you ever see that? Yeah, it does that oh. now. Like it shows oh. you another video. Yeah, so Elon Elon plans to comp uh, compete with TikTok right now. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, you remember? I don't. Do you remember when Twitter launched Fleets? They were like stories, but they called them Fleets. Uh, I, no, because I joined that? like eight months ago. I believe that uh, that was way before. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they they had stories on Twitter. They called them Fleets. It didn't work, <laughs> so they they just took it out but now yeah. all, the, all these video thing i'm not sure how to, how it'll do on twitter but i don't know maybe you should something you should check that out yeah um, for sure, sure if the algorithm works the same way as on tiktok then i believe that you know the huge potential here yeah we were talking before on how when you had 10k followers you're making like a dollar 50 per follower and you're like yeah that's good right yeah. Now you you got banned. You had to start over, right? Sucks. But then you had three thousand followers, and now you're making ten dollars per follower. It's thirty. So, you mentioned it was because I really learned how to monetize a Twitter account, and mm -hmm. that's I love that topic. So, how yeah. do you actually monetize your Twitter account? What did you change? Um, yeah. So basically, I started talking to people because before I had a funnel where people can subscribe me, um, subscribe to my newsletter. And then I had the website with, uh, without any option to book a call just to, to buy right away. And some of the people, uh, for some people, my content is enough to trust me, to buy uh, my services right from the website and etc. But for the other people, um, content, uh, is not enough. They want to talk to me. They want to see my strategies, how I think in terms of like their brand and etc. And I started, uh, first of all, in, at the end of the threads, I started adding these call to action. So to just to DM me, to chat about things and etc. I started talking yeah. to people. I started um, jumping on the calls with them. And this, maybe this, the only one reason why I started making more. Um, because content pretty is the same. I still reusing a lot of threads that I posted on my old account uh, with just different call to actions at the, at the end. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have this belief that if you just grow the account and you have a calendar, a lot of your money will come inbound. And although there, you, you get a shit ton of inbound, Tim, but yeah. it, like t you're leaving so much money off the table if you're not talking to people. Uh, yeah. That's kind of how I base my business model. The um, Taki Moore, this coach, he has a phrase called conversions happen in conversations. And most of my money comes from talking to people. Is that a case with you too? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, my DMs are right now, you know, I'm getting like 50, 100 DMs per day. Uh, I'm trying to talk to everyone. Uh, what? You know, I'm not talking inbound. I, I mean, like, uh, online conversations with like tons of people from tomorrow, from oh, from yesterday. Okay. I mean, a lot, a lot of them. It's not an inbound. Yeah, no worries, no worries here. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> no, 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 
Oh, I, I'm just talking about like online conversations with like everyone on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, maybe like just 50% of them are potential leads and only 10% of them will jump on a call. But anyway, I try to talk to I everyone. Oh, yeah. so that's so much people. God, it reminds yeah. me of a Naval quote. Uh, if, if you're the best in the world, you get to do it for everybody. Yeah, I mean, that's the goal. That? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm too far. So there, 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 but... there, was, there was... Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, that's just a phrase. No worries. Go on. Cool. So you were saying... Okay, so I get them on a DM and then I get them on a call. But for a lot of people, that is their bottleneck. They don't know how to turn DMs into calls. So how do you do that? Uh, I didn't know that too. And, uh, this is where tweets and clients came from, uh, came up with like all these like scripts, the exact scripts that I can use. And I just transform it to, to my notion file and I send it to VA right now. I'm training my VA to talk to me, uh, to talk from my account to people. And, uh, basically that's where this all started. I talked to Ryan, uh, and Ben from, um, and we came up with this, you know, um, scripts, punchlines on how to, um, this and that feature that you taught me, um, helped a lot. And yeah, that's it. Do you pay your VA a fixed commission or do you pay them based on if you make this many book calls, you get extra. Yeah, so basically uh, I have a f uh, fixed fee for everything that we do connected to my agency and also they, uh, my VA has these um, commissions for book booked calls and uh, landed clients, yeah. Awesome. You, you were, you were going to mention something about Ben and Ryan before I cut you off, so I apologize. Yeah. Uh, I, I just said that we, uh, we jumped on a few calls with them and, uh, I just, uh, I showed them a few of my DM conversations. They said that, man, it sucks. And we just rebuild it from scratch, uh, with, you know, and right now it's converting. So, yeah, I'm just, you know, I, I want to say that yeah. I'm maybe the, the worst seller of my own services in the world. <laughs> I believe so because I, <laughs> but I'm still, you know, working on that. Mm, and uh yeah I, I don't know about that man like when you like I, I when you said um like yeah we are we are the greatest agency like you said it with such confidence i was like this dude this dude gets yeah. it this dude gets it <laughs> yeah i mean the product i mean the knowledge i mean the team but i i don't mean the the way we sell our services because i still believe that we can uh, make a shit ton of money with the same product but uh with just different sales approach and this is what i'm um, trying to fix right now because i never you know i never sell um i never had these sales calls and whatever uh the level of sales was this you know this is the invoice you want to pay or you don't want to pay. I don't care. So uh, this was uh, my level of, of sales. So uh, it kind of sucks. I, I know. Uh, but this that's why I'm here. That's why I'm trying to fix that right now with like coaches and all of this stuff. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like that's a great approach to sell. You take it or not, <laughs> fuck it. But I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you tell me. So you said uh, you came up with the script. Ben and Ryan were like, dude, we need to fix this. And then now it's converted. Uh, 
Can we can we talk about some details? What did you change? What were some shifts that you made? Yeah. Um, so basically, we added just three or four questions uh, that I need to ask uh, in the in DMs uh, just to better understand if uh, you know brand owners that I talk to uh, have money and if they have the desire, um, like with TikTok, um, and yeah, if if it's something that they are looking for in terms of like my exact services. So basically I'm asking these four questions and if the answers are like fit to, uh, for the like portrait of our dream customer and etc., then I'm just, you know, um, sending them the Calendly link and the Loom video with the explanation of how we work on TikTok. And basically this is the um, selling video because I'm showing the approach, showing how uh, how better our services, uh, services um, like comparing to other competitors and etc. And then like the call, also we worked with Ben a lot on the uh, call structure. Um, again, we deleted all the presentation because basically what I did before is that I... I was talking for 30 minutes and I was describing all of the stuff connected to my service and it really sucks. Right now I started just asking questions, just you know, um, making sure that people uh, people have this desire in TikTok and if no, I'm just directing the conversation to another field. If yes, I'm just you know showing how we can solve their problems. So that's it right now. We changed a lot. That's I mean, awesome. Yeah, a lot. I have, I can show you, um, let me find it. Uh, my Notion doc right now, it's crazy how many like scripts and any uh, follow-ups and everything that we, uh, can I share my screen here? Oh, I see, I can, I hope I can. I think you can, yeah. Can you see it right now? I can see it, yeah. Yeah, so basically that this oh, is what Oh, wow, we, okay. Yeah, this is crazy. There are a lot of questions, a lot of stuff, you know, and uh, this is only for call. I have these follow-ups after a call, all scripted with Ben and Ryan, objections and everything. So basically um, everything connected to scripts. And I also can show you um, how my work with VA structured now. Um, so Oh, dude, I love it. Yeah, let's talk about this one, yeah. This is nice. Yeah. So uh, VA selling by chat, uh, your seven step selling chat process here. Um, VA's motivation. So basically here you can see Calendly booking, 10 bucks um, deal, 200 bucks, the bonus. Um, then we have different types of conversations like outbound cold, outbound warm, hot, um, daily checklist. And yeah, that's it. In, can, yeah, let's go over the cold, warm, and hot. Yeah, so what, what do we have here? So basically, this is the checklist. So we find competitors tweet. Uh, we go to comments. We find some uh, something that makes sense, like from the e-com owner uh, who posted something, yeah. who tweeted something. Uh, we study the profile. We like two photos. We follow them. Uh, we write comment. So basically, this is what my VA, uh, VA does. Uh, then we write the message best based on the profile. For example, um, if it's something like Forbes 330, we write the message. So um, connected. So just to show that we scanned through the profile and etc. Basically, what what I learned on tweets on clients. Yeah. Um, and then the you just want to you just want to respond in the first message, so they like yeah. they'll sort of trust you. You just want them to say something back. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, then they are just you know saying something like thanks, and we answer, and from there we direct the conversation in the right place. So basically, we answer to the uh, to the thanks, and then I'm just you know um, dropping my best testimonial ever. I'm showing how many followers we attracted to Sephora, and uh, I'm asking if it's something that you know that this uh this guy or girl um can potentially like uh and from there the conversation starts to um, to get way easier because everyone enjoys the sephora case um and yeah, yeah that how do you yeah how, how do you how do you qualify them when it comes to to money like how do you ask yeah. them like without I mean, asking I... them how much money do you make yeah, basically this is the uh, the the question from Ben. Um, so there are a few ways um, you can speed up the process, like paying for uh, reposts, hiring creators, etc. How much how much do you have to invest in your business? So that's the question here. Mm, that's... Oh, I can make one for you. Oh, okay. If you have doubts on the person, oh, good one. Okay, I like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah. So basically, we yeah. we don't ask you. Uh, if we see that the brand is too big, but if person starts to, um, you know, to walking around the price or asking like uh, how much we charge and etc. Um, so this is where when we need to ask this um, to see if it, if it was a convo with them. Yeah. If not, I have a course, uh, a small, uh, uh, the small course that we can like just send them um, to learn about TikTok without like paying for our agency services this is ridiculously good dude god okay well do you ever i could this i get i get this a lot like sometimes people are uncomfortable of sharing all the secret sauce you just give it away man so does it ever feel uncomfortable to you um i believe no because if someone can repeat it and make it better then you know i have my 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 I don't know how to say that I affected the market in some way and I made it better uh, with like someone else's hands, something like that. Uh, if they just listen and then they, um, after two days, they forget about that, then I'm fine too, because still I'm using it. They're just, you know, uh, they just aware of it. So it doesn't really matter for me. And also Hello. I see what, uh, yeah, I, I just want to make note here. I've been on TikTok since 2019 and we started, I remember we started one of the, one out of five agencies that started TikTok, doing TikTok at that time. And right now there are just two of them still working and uh, uh, mine is one of them. And I, I see a lot of people starting TikTok agencies, dropping it out after a few months. So I I don't really care about like stealing my tactic and etc. I'm pretty open to share everything. My guy. Well, if they want to steal everything, like I saw this interview the other day, Hoja Gracie, one of the, if not the greatest jujitsu practitioner of all time, he could say like, he says something similar to you as in like, I can show you the technique, but you still wouldn't be able to do it because you don't have all these years of practice, you know? So like you've been yeah. at this thing for almost four years, dude. Like yeah. you've showed up more than a thousand days in a row. So like, they can't copy you like they just can't they can see what you do but they, they don't understand the different types of snow you know what i mean yeah for sure uh i think so yeah last last question i want to ask you man 
um, when you talk about the Sephora deal, bro. I need to know what happened. Yeah. Um, so that was the tough one because Sephora is too big for us at that time. Well, the uh, too big for us at that time. Uh, we were doing TikTok for like one and a half years or something like that. And they just for such big companies, they all uh, always need to run a tender tender procedure to to sell something. So basically, they uh, posted the uh, the tender and they said that we need to shoot. 90 videos we need to get to xyz results and uh, we need to do this with this timeline uh, please send us your proposals and all of the agencies from the whole world started to drop in their proposals and etc uh, and also there were a, uh, there was a list of require uh, requirements for two pages long in in the world uh, in the word uh, word document two pages long with you know requirements how many yeah. how many years your agency should work how many like employees and we <laughs> man i we barely fit to like 90 percent of them something like that so it was crazy but i decided to you know, to drop the proposal and i decided that we're gonna take it with the the most creative approach ever possible and we send them two creative proposals with two completely different creative strategies so they can not only choose us, but also choose strategies. I mean, uh, mm. one they, they like the most. And I believe that at the point where they decided that they want to continue proceed with this exact uh, content strategy, then they saw that we had the, uh, the worst, you know, um, legal entity ever possible. And, but it was too late because they, they, they were in love with our creative, creative approach and creative strategy. Uh, and then we, came up with something I, I i don't remember at that time we used c corp of my friend or something like that just to sign the deal but still our creative strategy sold them and uh, yeah that's it so basically we just were the most creative agency uh, on the market at that time yeah and also <laughs> uh, i sent them the price that they, they can't reject uh, it's maybe the bad thing because the price were uh, was too low for them because you know Sephora eleven figure brands. I, it's Sephora. I could, yeah. yeah, I could I could charge millions, but I still you know charge the same price that everyone else. And this is maybe the best the best thing about my proposal. But at that time I sold, and right now I'm selling a lot more just because I'm have I have this case study. That's it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get like a, one big win, and it's like if that if that goes through, like um, if if I sell Tweet Hunter, then like that's the only thing I'm gonna talk about. You know, like yeah, you should like this uh, the startup Tweet Hunter Twitter makes sense. You know, yeah, but dude. You one thing I can take away from this, and I think everybody should take away from this if you haven't caught it up already. Like I consistently ask Tim how are you getting all this business? And he consistently responds different shades of the same thing, which is, I just know what I'm talking about. I'm just good at my job, you know? So if you want to get more people, maybe we should just, all of us be better at our jobs. You know, maybe it is that simple. Yeah, uh, be better at, uh, at what you do and then try to figure out which is, uh, what is the best way to deliver these, uh, you know, these ideas that you have. For me, it's Twitter, it's uh, Justin Welsh's hooks, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dude, this was awesome. This was awesome. Thank you so much.
Um, yeah. We're we're clocking in on the hours soon, but do you want to tell people a little bit about where can they find you and why should they find you? They they should find me on Twitter. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Yeah, see you, see you, JK. Bye bye.